You're listening to the Junto Podcast, a podcast about leadership, faith, community, and pretty much anything else that you want to talk about. Visit us at www.juntopodcast.com. That's J-U-N-T-O podcast.com. Thanks for stopping by and enjoy the show. Well, welcome to the Junto Podcast, episode 48, and super stoked about this. Uh, you know, we said 2023, we're going to, we're really going to amp up uh, our conversations and kind of really uh, try to just reach out and, and be in community. And I'm super excited to have my friend and colleague on the show today, Dan Turner. Dan, how you doing, amigo? Oh, I'm doing well. Thanks, Jeremy. I appreciate it. Oh, man. Awesome. And I, I'm listening to your butter voice in my headphones. I told him he's got such an excellent voice. Uh, <laughs> and I'll be excited to, to go on your podcast soon. But oh, yeah. man, you know, we've been trying to connect for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, as colleagues, uh, we both are part of the higher education system at our local college here in Arkansas, and uh, you know we've been trying to connect. So, man, I wanted to I wanted to kind of just get into some things because not only are you a professor, but dude, you are quite the guitarist, and we're going to save that for later. But, <laughs> man, let's jump in. How did you How did you get in? To education and tell the tell tell the Junto podcast listeners a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, first of all, my friends and family call me Dan, so if you guys <laughs> want to know that, uh, you know. But Daniel, that's kind of my professional name. There, there. you go. But um, well, let me see. I'll give you the summary, I guess, of uh, my life story. You know, like I was born. Um, so. When uh, when I was born, <laughs> literally, I'm not joking. Yeah, like, yeah. I am going to do like a, a summary here <laughs> because literally I have to start from the beginning because my family, you know, I was born into generational poverty, right? Wow. Awesome. Um, my dad yeah. had to quit school in 12th grade mm. and my mom had an eighth grade education. Wow. Um, and uh, so my parents, they met and married in their teens and I was born... Uh, the day after my mom turned 18. So wow. that's the circumstance, you know, I was kind of born into in the world. And uh, so my dad was one of 10 and my mom was one of four. Wow, and, dude. Uh, yeah, so I remember my dad joined the military service not too long after uh, I was born. And this plays in to yeah. the education. Yeah, no, part, I love right? that, man, absolutely. Uh, so anyway, long story short, uh, dad went into the military. Uh, my first memories of anything in life were in Alaska. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, because my dad was uh, stationed there, right? Wow. So uh, we came back to Arkansas after my dad was honorably discharged, and um, we came back when I was in kindergarten. And so, again, just my mom, my dad finished high school while he was in the military. My mom got an equivalency, too. Right, right. Um, but uh, after mom and, you know, we came back, and my dad started to work on a farm. Uh, wow. Because that's what my dad did growing up. You know, we grew up in northeast Arkansas and it's rural agriculture, very similar to where we're at here. Yeah. In fact, while, while I was on the way here, I was just having uh, kind of flashbacks to the w- the way things look over there by the St. Francis River. Yes. Uh, up in northeast Arkansas. It's a pretty pleasant drive, you know, and, yeah, and on yeah. a day like today, mm-hmm. uh, you know, gorgeous. But Oh, yeah. yeah. So um, uh, anyway, uh, so we lived out in the country out in the sticks and my dad worked on a farm and stuff now uh, my dad joined the army national guard while he was out there and uh eventually uh my parents they both wanted to start doing more they recognized right. that they wanted to provide better well not that they didn't 
recognize that, but you know, they knew that there was always something better. So they had some yearning or some aspiration inside. Uh, They weren't sure exactly what to do. They just knew they needed to do it. Wow. So fast forward to when I was in high school and this is where my guitar education and everything intersect come together. Yeah. um, So when I was in ninth grade, my dad was injured in the military and he was, um, he was offered to go to college, you know, um, while he was, uh, before he was discharged. And so, you know, the government offered to, you know, to educate dad and mom asked dad, what do you want to do? He said, I've always wanted to be a teacher. And then my mom said, well, and by this point, my mom had also finished uh, Votech. Wow. At this point too. So, um, it was, you know, they, they were always doing something, but when dad went to school, went to college, I was in high school and then my mom went into college. So I had Two parents going to college while I was in high school. Dude, wow. Yeah, and uh, so by the time, you know, and it was when I was 14 years old, uh, around, not long after my dad was hurt in the military, it was about the time I started playing guitar seriously. Right. I started playing guitar when I was 13. I, I worked in a high school, or in a, in an elementary school cafeteria to earn enough money to buy a serious <laughs> guitar to be like four months, right? Goodness, Back then, man. 99 bucks was like a fortune. Yeah, and gosh. So, like, you were rich. Kids made fun of me for it. Man, they were so mean to me. Dude. But, you know, like, I, I still got the guitar. I still learned. And then my parents, they saw I started getting serious with right. it. Right. So then dad dug up another guitar out of the attic, and I started kept playing some more. And then about a year later, they got me lessons. Um, so, and while I was taking lessons, my buddy John Conley, he's a guitar player for Kenny Chesney. He gave oh, me guitar, wow. He gave me guitar lessons when I was in high school, right? Dude. We went to high school together. He was a super cool guy. I love him so much. And he really got me going. That's wild, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, he taught me Stairway to Heaven, first song. <laughs> so, <laughs> what a way to start out playing yeah. guitar, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. My my parents, the whole time, they're like, you kids are going to college. You're not going to do what we did because, you know, we, we had it. Uh, you know, we were happy, but, you know, we were poor. You know, yeah. And so then my parents both go back. They get their degrees in elementary education. Man. Um, and eventually that led me to, um, <clears throat> you know, complete my degree in philosophy and English. My brother is a, a counselor. He has a master's degree in counseling. My sister is an x-ray technician. Wow. And so all of us went from, you know, some pretty... Uh, pretty spartan and hard scrabble circumstances yeah. to everyone's successful and my parents uh, my parents were retired they were actually had to retire mm-hmm. uh, because of an, an, another accident that, that left my mom disabled but wow. while they were in school they were like you know they were just a big inspiration for me right. as far as like seeing them uh in elementary school they taught at a school just down the road from here is a little community called armorell it's out by wow. uh, blival that's where they taught at uh, before they uh, retired. Jesus, it's been a while now since my accident. But anyway, um, just during that time, it just seemed like everything. When I was at the beginning of high school, like all these factors came in, and just sort of like, and then the guitar came into my life, and um, that's kind of how I, you know. So I got those degrees and everything. I taught at Arkansas State after I got my degrees. I was an English teacher there at Adjunct for two years. Wow. And then in 2007, I got a phone call from uh, my former supervisor at ASU Mid-South. Her name was Rita Gorman. Rest in peace. Oh, wow. Um, Gotcha. She called me, and I went for an interview, and I wasn't even two minutes down the road. She called me back after the interview and said, you know, we want you to come in (laughs) tomorrow. You got the job. So I got the job, and Dr. Baxter signed me up, and I've been there 
since 2007. I've Dude. taught English literature. I've taught philosophy. I've taught creative writing. Um, let's see, what else have I taught? Uh, I taught oral communications once. <laughs> but mostly I've taught composition and literature. I taught a guitar class last semester, last Dude, spring. I, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so I like trying new things and doing different stuff with, uh, you know, with... Uh, education. So, um, yeah, so it's always funny. It's like I've always been in education and stuff during the day, and then I play music at night. Because right. music has always been an ever-present force in my life. I mean, really, uh, to this day, I consider myself more than anything else a musician and an artist and, and that sort of thing. But, I, you know, it's like it's almost like concurrent with being an educator. But yeah. it's like once yeah. during the day and once at night. Well, it's like music is kind of like my other... My, my greatest passion in life, but you know, education is a passion for me too. I just love to help people see, yeah, you know, help them see things and learn new skills and you know, think about life and perspectives and man, you know, that maybe they hadn't thought about before. <clears throat> man, that is uh, very, very impressive. Just listening to your story, I, I'm kind of thinking about my my own upbringing a lot a lot of similarities mm -hmm. and you know with my parents lack of education and things that you went through mm -hmm. and how how crucial it was you know how yeah. instrumental it was or what it played uh into your upbringing and i'm just thinking man god we got a lot of similarities because yeah. we uh we came from not much you know mm -hmm. uh and like you we were always happy i never knew that we were lacking in any way yeah because i always felt loved uh, same you know what i mean like yeah. that is everything dude mm -hmm. like being loved feeling loved and absolutely something else that was really stuck out to me as you were kind of describing your your journey uh, is how supportive your parents were. Man, my parents um, are my favorite people in the whole wide world. Wow. They, um, I, when people ask me, they say, well, you know, who are your influences? And usually I say, well, my parents first. Wow. My dad had the guitar that sort of sparked my interest. I'd bang yeah. around his acoustic guitar and knock it out of tune and stuff when I was a little kid. Yeah, it just, it yeah. Just, it was something that I was compelled by it. Right. I just remember being a little kid and I would just strike the string and just put my head up against it. Yeah. And again, you know, we didn't have to live in a million dollar house or have all the money in the world to, you know, discover, you know, amazing things like music and, you know, and That's really it. becoming attuned with your inner self and right. figuring out how like, you know, something like music, you can make that connection between your heart, your inner self, Come on. something like an instrument, you know, and uh, so creative expression, you know, that was something that just sort of, again, it just came to me naturally. I, you know, some people, they just kind of do things because they're sort of interested in it. And then some people, <laughs> right. it's like they're, you know, the name of my project, The Infinite Calling, you know, it's a calling. It is. It's something that, you know, I wow. feel even to this day, it's just, um, again, it's something I'm compelled to do for, my, for a lifetime. Well, and I love that when you think <laughs> about calling. And I, I, mm -hmm. I, it's one of the things when we were talking about doing this, I said, I really want to unpack that. But mm -hmm. just just the idea of a calling, you know, there's when I, when I think about the word calling, immediately yeah. my mind goes to purpose. In other words, yes. if there is a calling, there is a purpose behind that. And I mm -hmm. feel the same way, you know, I'm deeply spiritual and yes. kind of think about those things too and it, mm -hmm. one thing i love that that uh that you're doing is you're using what you have to better the people around you you know it's yeah. like it's like education you know mm -hmm. i i i work at the university uh, i do teach one class but i mm -hmm. honestly 
I've taught a lot outside of a college or a school setting, just from church and other things, leadership things I've done. Mm -hmm. But being in the higher education system now and teaching, man, it is such uh, a place to have an impact in the lives of people. And and when I say impact, I'm talking about, you know, making positive changes, Mm -hmm. uh, mindsets, and uh, even just to be an encouragement to students. You know, part of what I do at the college uh, I work with uh, students who are lower income, and I, I mm-hmm. help oversee a program, and they come to us, and if they meet those qualifications, but just to hear the feedback, we went to a nursing pinning ceremony uh, last month, and mm-hmm. we had 16 students who were graduating and being inducted into the nursing profession, and just to hear their testimonies of how our program was so instrumental in their success, uh, and it goes back to that calling, that purpose, the yes. idea of something, and an infinite calling uh, is mm. something that's bigger than all of us. You know, it's greater than ourselves. And mm-hmm. I want to go back real quick, and we're gonna have an opportunity for you to jam and unpack the calling. But <laughs> in terms of education, and yeah. God, dude, you've been you've been teaching since two thousand seven. Yeah, your whole life. But yeah. it is unbelievable. How uh, or what is one of the most rewarding things that you've seen just uh, in terms of impact on a student or just your time at the university? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, when I think about the way we impact people, sometimes it's so subtle and you don't even realize that it's something that's that's beautiful until it comes back to you later. And I'll just give you an example. So recently I, I befriended one of my former students on social media several years ago and then. I get a message from him not too long ago, and he said he just graduated from law school and said thanks wow. for uh, you know thanks for helping him out English comp and so just random things like that from folks Dude, you don't really wow. expect. You know that's the those are the things that I just love to. You know there are days you can go weeks at work without even knowing whether. I mean you can communicate with your students, you can you know, do everything you can to stay connected with them, but you know we never really know the depth of the impact until that kind of feedback comes back to us much later. Man, that's so awesome. Dude. Those kinds of things. It's always nice to hear from students when they come contact me later and and tell me things like that. You know, I went to law school, or I went to dental school, or I went to you know whatever, whatever it is, whatever they were called to do. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so um, teaching them how to write, um, teaching them things like being aware of subject and audience and purpose and. Um, being aware of process when it comes to writing. Um, I think, you know, I spent a lot of time teaching them process and then to see the students come back later, like a couple of semesters later and say, you know, you taught me that writing process and if I hadn't had that writing process, I would have just stared at a screen like uh, for hours without knowing, you know, what to write about. A hundred percent. And so, you know, I always just teach them that so much of life is just action. You just have to, um, that that place between I saw something the other day that said you know the place between thinking and action you know that's where they're suffering right? oh oh and so you I know love once that. you come out of that zone you reach that again that sort of yeah. intersection where you begin to act that's when the manifestations come. come on dude and so I love to teach my students this stuff and when they come back and I see the results the manifestations of those things that that they learn and then that feedback comes back to me. Um, surely, you know, um, bro, I, I'm, I'm going to use that. I feel like I'm just sort of like, um, 
kind of like the antenna I'm broadcasting <laughs> from the higher source, both musically and with uh, yeah. education too. That's um, it, just man. Just feeling again, just whether if it's a lecture, um, whether if it's a discussion with a student or you know, playing music. Right. Uh, I've noticed that when we really connect with them is, you know, when we really just kind of look them in the eye and, you know, just kind of let them know, you know, express to them that compassion and, um, you know, the, uh, the word escapes me, says the English teacher. <laughs> right. Uh, but, so many well, words to yeah, choose from. But anyway, just, you know, just seeing those sorts of things come back, it feels good because, you know, those yeah. there are things that I'm not explicitly telling them that they don't know that I'm teaching. Right. Them. But then when they come back and say things like, you know, oh, well, you know, I didn't think about this the certain way before, like when, whether if they're reading literature yeah. or writing yeah. papers, I always try to challenge them, get them to think the next step. That's and, it, man. And then they bring that back so to me there's a there's differing levels of what you're asking here you know like for me there's the immediate you know what i see day to day when right. students say oh i'm glad you taught me this thing because that got me through the assignment today or i'm glad i took this class because it helped me get my two-year degree or you know if i hadn't yeah so man that's awesome you said a word that's uh that i think is very important you said connection mm. uh, you know when i think about that word uh that's one of the things that that i'm fond of doing is because i think when you make true connections with people it's mm -hmm. it goes uh, deeper than the surface you know what i'm saying yes. like when you when you're really making connections and i know it's hard to do that with every person we encounter every student but they're going to be those special opportunities mm -hmm. where you know you make those connections and you see the impact you feel the impact and even even if it's years later like you mentioned or maybe even not at all but uh it is good to get those um words of encouragement or affirmations mm. that what you're doing matters you know yeah. even even with this podcast you know sometimes i'm like why am i doing this you know is you you, you can easily if you allow yourself you mm -hmm. can get discouraged or oh, feel like too, brother. and then right right when i'm feeling that way like somebody will uh you know tell me how much they enjoy it mm -hmm. and how much they love it and how much you're getting out of it and you know that that's what makes all of this worth it. It really is almost like teaching, you know. It mm -hmm. it it's one of those things where, to some degree, it, you you do it to help and connect and encourage others. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So powerful uplifting stuff. others is crucial, I think, to helping them achieve any sort of success in life and the, them getting a model of someone like you or I. Man, that yeah. you know, we can bring some upliftment in life, not just for ourselves and for our own stuff, but for yeah. other people as well. And that's how we serve each other. In oh, ways, I love you know? it. Powerful words, serve, man. Yeah. Uh, and, that's, and that's what we do when we teach, you know, it is an act of service. 100%. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Awesome history. Awesome. Uh, I love how you were inspired by your parents. And it's a legacy. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a legacy. Truly uh, it is. You know, and that's beautiful. I'm blessed and favored in many ways. Come on, um, brother. You know, I acknowledge it all the time. Dude. Don't take it for granted. You can't. And that mm -hmm. that that is awesome. Mm -hmm. And that, that kind of leads me into uh, the infinite calling. Mm -hmm. I, I see that. Follow follow Dan Turner on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, all of the things. Theinfinitecalling.com. Theinfinitecalling.com. Yes. Yeah. And I love I that. I just launched that website. Yeah. Is it fairly new? Yeah, I just launched it last month. Um, I took it down for a while and right. revamped it. 
uh, but now it's back up. Dude, nice. So, and yeah. I, I and I was going to say that too because if you see any of Dan's videos, you'll see the hashtag the Infinite, infinite Calling. Mm-hmm. So tell us uh, what exactly is the Infinite Calling? What what does that mean to you? What uh, what should it mean to us? What is that? Um, so um, you know we talk about spirituality and, right. and music and everything. And the infinite calling to me is, uh, you know, it's definitely a metaphor for, you know, we could say God, spirit, universe, source. I mean, everybody has different names for it. You right. Know? Um, but, you know, like for me personally, um, God is an, an experiential thing. It's, um, it's an active mm. principle. Wow. That God is, uh, you know, I'm using that term just is for the sake of convenience for anybody that doesn't use it. But I hope they understand what I mean. But, you know, like, but we understand that, Uh, you know, the infinite calling um, for me is, again, it's just kind of a metaphor for being in tune uh, with the calling of God. Right. Awesome. That God always calls out to us. Right. Um, And. Some people might think of that as an external thing, but I don't think of it as external so much as a balance of external and internal. Wow. But creation, the way where we come from, the infinite, you know, Mm. it it truly does come from within. You know, we come from a womb. Plants grow from the the earth, you know, that's, um, you know, when God started the universe, you know, bang. Bang. There it is, right? Wow. God is like, I read this article from a a Buddhist nun uh, recently. It said something along the lines of um, that, um, you know, that the universe is a desire, you know, trying to continuously fulfill itself. And so when I play, and just to kind of come back, when I play, being in tune with that infinite calling, like God's always calling me inside, you know, as far as like the creative connection, it's it's an immediate thing for me. And so, um, oftentimes people say, you play with your eyes closed a lot. (laughs) I'm in communion, literally. Come on, dude. Wow. I'm in communion with that, with that, uh, creative force that's that's infinite calling from within. Uh, so, you know, so much of my, you know, I've written, I've recorded and released nine records up to this point, and all of them have sort of uh, been based on the premise of this connection that I have mm. with my own, my own personal relationship with God, you know, like, uh, wow, brother. because I'm spiritual, I, I'm not religious, I was raised in church. Uh, but you know, like for me, just that relationship, God is one of those things. It's like, it's so intensely personal and private, wow, brother. but it's also this explosion of creativity explosion. and manifestation. Yeah. manifestation. So, um, my music celebrates that connection. My celebrate, uh, my celebrate, my music, uh, manifests, um, you know, those artistic, uh, creative impulses. Wow, man. And so. I follow it. I listen to that call. That's something that, um, wherever it comes from, in any given day, it's a different thing. Right. Just the basis of reality is impermanence, Man. right? That everything changes constantly. That's God changing everything all the time on, at this dude. moment. Wow. The eternal now. Wow. Right? Like there's no beginning or end of it. Like when we get into that place, you know, that's where the connection is. It's yeah. Always there. You can always access it. Um, so many people tend to talk about these things in terms of, you know, you know, like they reach deep within and find a deep mm. love where they've reached right. deep within and they find deep uh, profundity of 
intellectual thought or whatever. Right, like, and, right. You know, for me, it's just, it's all the above. Gosh, that's, <laughs> you know, that's very powerful because, you know, when you think about God, God is infinite. We are finite. We have yeah. an expiration. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, God is infinite. Yeah. And, you know, I, I I tried to kind of put guess or think about what that could have meant to you, but it's mm-hmm. so much more, you know, uh, along the same lines of of how I live and what I believe and yeah, what uh, and it's it man it, you're exactly right you know it is it is infinite God yeah. uh, to get <laughs> theological and there That's, are terms for this but he is outside yeah. of time and space it is mm-hmm. it is. Uh, you know that the Bible says his ways are higher than our ways thoughts. In other words, there are things, dude, yeah. that we can't even comprehend. But no. we do have, we do have a portion of that, and it's through the creativity. It's mm-hmm. it is through that connection. And I love how you said it's an explosion. You know, yes. because that's what it is, man. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's a beautiful thing, dude. So uh, I love that. So it's the infinite calling dot mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We encourage anybody who tunes in uh, to episode 48 here at the Junto Podcast with my boy Dan Turner to stop by The Infinite Calling. He's talking about podcasting uh, himself, so uh, we want to encourage him to do that. And if he gets that up, I'm going on his yeah. show. Jeremy's welcome <laughs> yeah. once once I get that up and running. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, dude. Wow, what an exciting, uh, man, that's a great question. I'm glad I get to answer that. And um, I'm glad you get to explain that, man, because, you know, it's one one thing to um, to hashtag it, and you know where you're coming from, but to be mm-hmm. able to express and explain that thought, and it's not even a thought; it's it's a it's a living, you know, it's a living, it's a living thing. Yes, truly. it's living, man. Yeah, it's living. It's dynamic. I mean, in you know, so many people who are so deeply religious and spiritual and everything, regardless of tradition, there is that dynamic there. That man. Uh, between that relationship between your creator and that inner dynamic of, right. um, you know, creation. And, um, you know, it's something that uh, kind of reminds me of something like what Immanuel Kant, when he asked, like, what is enlightenment, right? And, uh, you know, and... You know, he gives us different definitions. For, I won't get into all of this. Oh, no, I, I, teach it, I teach it in class. <laughs> I but, love it. Yeah, heck but, yeah, man. But uh, what was my point? I had a point. Promise <laughs> I had a point. I was going no. there. Um, but I guess, uh, what was he saying? That, um, geez, I'll come back to that thought. <laughs> okay, uh, no worries. Hey, when I'm in class and when I'm lecturing, I do this all the time. Like, right. oh, I have these big brain farts, right? <laughs> and I will totally, like... Two minutes later, like, that, what oh, were we and saying? then that other thing I was talking about earlier, I just remember because I get to this other point in the lecture and it triggers my mind. And I always tell that's my students it. that, you know, yeah, my mind works in mysterious ways. Man, that's a beautiful hey, thing, though. You know what you were talking about earlier, you know, the mystery of God, you know, oh, yes, the yes. mysterious nature of it and how really we can't just kind of peg down right, what right. that is. But like for me, spirituality and religion, I mean, isn't that like our impulse to sort of like merge Try with that, yeah. to be with it and to live with within it you know however you know it's that we see fit right to to the degree that we can do it and to the degree that we're guided right or or if we choose to ask for that guidance right Uh, but anyway no i love that because i I was going to say something too along those lines that it is a gift to be in tune with that you know not everybody has that and oh yeah it's a huge Mm -hmm. part of uh our life, how we live, you know, how we raise our kids. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, you know, it, 
you're going to experience problems regardless, uh, but yeah. it, it's an extra mm-hmm. added layer of peace and, and comfort mm-hmm. in a, in a time and in the world that, you know, uh, well, it is what it is, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, I, I would just say that it's a gift to have that, you know what I'm saying? So dude, I love your journey. I love, I love the music. <laughs> I really you. even more now, now that you've explained what the infinite calling is, mm-hmm. uh, I really, really like that, and I, I support that idea. We're going to support that website, and we're going to stop by. Thank and, you. Is that a place where you just kind of uh, put your art, your your music, or what can they find uh, they on can your find site? My, um, yeah, they can find links to all my social media. Um, I'm on all streaming platforms. There's a bio on there that gotcha. sort of gives you a little bit more insight into some of the other stuff that I've said. Um, there's a gallery. Um, I spend more time on my social media than on my website, but I'm glad gotcha, I got yeah. my website back up. And um, let's see, the next thing I'll probably be posting is all of the meditations that I recorded last year. I think, um, let's see, what is today, the 14th? I'm thinking probably here in about a couple of weeks, I'll probably release all of my meditations that I recorded last year. Man, nice. Um, and I'll have them up on all streaming platforms with my other records that I have. Dude. Amazon, iTunes, et cetera, et cetera. I love that. Spotify. Meditation. Real quick before... Uh and I certainly want you to get convey all your thoughts, but I definitely want to. I want to jump into the infinite calling guitar too. But okay. I love that because you're talking about meditation. Mm-hmm. Uh, when when you're, I guess, in your zone, or tell me, tell me, and I think more people should do this. What in your mind is the biggest benefit from? having that connection, having that meditative, if that's a word, you're the teacher. Yeah, meditative. Yeah, it is. <laughs> having that yeah. meditative time, you know, mm-hmm. what do you think, uh, why is that important? Well, I mean, uh, you know, I think, I don't tend to think of music uh, in a therapeutic way, but it can be. Wow. Right? Yeah. Um, I didn't, when I did it, it was just more, again, I felt compelled. Yeah. But then as time goes on, I realized, or as time went on, I realized that when I was playing these more quiet, meditative type pieces that um, in terms of my emotional health and my mental health, um, it greatly improved how I felt. I had a lot of, you know, lifelong struggle with depression and things like that. So, um, you know, that sort of thing helps to uplift my spirit and and it really helps. It's just, uh, I guess you could say it's almost like a spiritual salve, you know, it's like, uh, you know, I, I liked it. So again, that, that wasn't my intention behind it, but it just sort of turned just happened in the process. Yeah. Yeah. Now, not all of my music is, is that right. A majority of it is up to this point. Um, and I kind of discovered it quite by accident, like the, wow. the approach that I that I have now, which is uh, musically is probably more technical. I don't know if <laughs> your listeners would probably want to hear all of that, but uh, you know there were some technical discoveries that I made on guitar that, gotcha. that led me to the path where I was at. And again. Uh, what I was doing was um, I would do these meditations by myself at home, like wow. on full moons and things like that. Dude, full nice. moons and new, like just kind of, I don't know why I just chose a lunar cycle to sort of attune with doing these meditations. It's Cause you're a werewolf, man. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah total, total werewolf. Yeah. Totally wild animal. Uh, yeah. So like I uh, <laughs> totally was 
doing this connecting with this and uh, this energy and um, even to this wow, day I man. still do it. It's just um, it again. It was just uh, kind of how everything fell together. It's just the what. Uh, none of it was contrived. I didn't sit down and say, you know, this is what right, I'm going to do. Right. This, is, uh, this is my big business plan and my 30-page business yeah. plan, and then I'm going to be famous and yeah, get a record exactly. deal and be big famous like Taylor Swift. Is, right. and so didn't didn't work it out like that. It was just, no. Yeah. Well, I think the best things are the organic things, things that mm, uh, yeah. just naturally happen and that evolve and, uh, you know, that are just in your natural ability uh, in your wheelhouse. That's been my experience, yeah. you know, when I try to force things. It's just that. It's forced and it shows. But when 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 something is organic and there's a natural, you know, I love all of this because we're talking about connection with earth and mm-hmm. obviously God and and I think it goes right along with that theme and just that natural connection and uh, being in tune with that. And, man, I love it, Dan. I'm super glad you joined us. Man, are there any final thoughts that you want to convey uh, before we hear a little music from you? Or mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, natural and unforced. That's <laughs> kind of like my dating life. Uh, yeah, no, I like that. No, seriously. Hit him uh, up at theinfinitecalling.com. Yes, please. You're going to put a little dating tab on there. No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Profile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I just want everybody to take a moment to check out my music online. Please follow yeah. me. I'm growing my YouTube page, and I want to start a podcast just like Jeremy here. He's really inspired <laughs> me. And, uh, so, Jeremy and Heather have a nice little podcast going here. And, and so, I just want to do the same thing. Um, but more on that later once I get that game plan all put together. Yeah. I know what I'm going to do, but, you know, just yeah. keep my cards right here for a minute. Right? Well, <laughs> we'll definitely support you, man. And uh, you. I, I look forward it. to seeing that happen Thank and you. evolve. And uh, I think you would do really well. Yeah. Uh, awesome job. Keep doing what you're doing at the school, man, impacting lives mm-hmm. and, and uh, changing, you know, making those connections. And mm-hmm. uh, we're definitely going to support the infinite calling. And with that, we're going to let Dan play us some of his tunes. I don't know what he's got in store, but uh, we're going to certainly enjoy it. And we hope you guys do too. So, so uh, I'll say this real quick. It, absolutely. Uh, so much of my music is based on um, just playing in the moment. Wow. And just kind of just, so I just kind of play what I play and feel what I feel. Come on, dude. Um, so a while ago I was sitting here and I was looking through these tracks and you might see I have the name of it. It says 71 Rousing Jam, but <laughs> okay. like when, I, don't, I don't have a name for it yet, but I do yeah. want to put this on my next record. Right. Uh, but I remember um, there was a day where, um, and this is kind of hard for me to, uh, let me see if I can explain this in a way that, um, so, okay. So there was a day I witnessed an experience of someone who was really down, but something inspired them, and then they were, Uplifted. Uplifted. Wow. Yeah, and so it was just rousing. And and then um, I started thinking about points in my life where, you know, again, we talked about helping to uplift others. You know, we work with underserved and underprepared students. Yeah. You know, being uplifters of of people. And so uh, this song, uh, you know, this uh, particular experience, this person, they just lost someone, right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so... um, pain and grief after we lose someone you know it's um oh dude yeah you know it can take a long time for us to to really kind of come to terms with life and and so when i wrote this i thought about all my experiences with that i saw somebody else go through it and then it reminded me of the times that i thought wow you know i needed 
um, something or someone to uplift Absolutely, me. And, and so this this track I'm about to play, um, you know, again, it's just I'm just going to play from the heart, Do just it, connect, man. and uh, so I'll have a more metaphorical song title for it later. Dude, I love it. <laughs> Give well, me a second, I'll uh, yeah, things so. we're excited, man. Dan Turner uh, setting up and uh, our first, uh, not our first musical guest, but the first guest who is actually going to play for us uh, on the Junto podcast. Dan Turner and the Infinite Calling. Let's go.
You, uh, you heard it right here, guys. The Infinite Calling, Dan Turner, uh, man, what what an awesome. Uh, I, I'm in. Like I don't even know how to. I don't even know how to come back down into because I was I was just getting so lost in it, dude. And uh, what a feeling, man. What yeah. what an expression. What. I was vibing, you know. You hit the meditation. You hit the, mm-hmm. you know. You had some blues in there, dude. Thank, thank you so much for joining yeah, us, you're please. Welcome, you're welcome. My e- pleasure. Everyone listening, uh, my friends, uh, listeners, go check out theinfinitecalling.com. Friend, my uh, hashtag my, the infinite calling. Come on, hashtag the infinite calling. Look that up. Follow them on TikTok, Instagram, uh, the Facebook, all of that stuff. And Dan, thanks so much for being here with us, brother. I appreciate it. You got skill. You got talent and more importantly uh, i really like where you're coming from uh and what's driving your focus i appreciate you being here man thank you thank you and heather for your um hospitality and thank you for having me here today it's been a wonderful time and just uh gonna ask for a better way to spend uh, time <laughs> and just come and hang out and do this for you so absolutely been a lot of fun. man thank you. i appreciate thank you. it thanks guys follow us subscribe and uh share this with your friends we appreciate it take care and be blessed thank you for listening to the junto podcast we hope you enjoyed the show you can find our link to youtube and social media at juntopodcast.com remember to subscribe like and follow thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time